Hi there, this is Essie Daniel with Aspire Global Leadership and I am so excited that I get to bring to you a topic that is dear and near to my heart. A topic that has changed my life. It has changed my awareness and I am so pumped to share it with you today. It will not only energize you One of my favorite quotes ever is by Earl Nightingale. And it says, Plant your seeds in your mind. Care for it. Work steadily towards your goal and it will become a reality. Plant your seed in your mind. Care for it. Work steadily towards your goal and it will become your reality. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present to you that your mind is a fertile ground. Whatever you plant in it, it germinates. Whatever you hide in it, it grows. What are you planting in your mind? What kind of thoughts are you entertaining? You know, when you're learning something new, the conscious mind is in control. And after you get it, guess who takes over? The subconscious mind takes over. Think about it. When you first started driving, riding a bike, or should we say even skating, you are 100% there, learning, trying hard not to fall or fail. When you learned how to operate that vehicle, or how to ride that bike, or how to skate, you not only became confident, but you became an expert. An expert in the sense that you can drive from home to work and sometimes not remember how you got there. The subconscious mind mastered all those things that you do when you're driving. For example, when you first started driving, you are probably worried how how are you gonna balance, uh, you know, staying on your lane, looking at the rearview mirror, obeying the signs of the road, obeying the law, staying away from people that are veering off road and not paying attention. Balancing the steering wheel, not forgetting and stepping on the brakes instead of the accelerator. 
I'm sure you are worried about all these things and it is normal when you are beginning or starting something. But as you continued practicing and working on it, it got easy and easy that you didn't even need to think about it. For example, when you get in the car and you need to go to the shop or you need to ride your bike, you don't need to think about where, what to do first, what to do next. You could actually just get in and push the button, start the vehicle, or put on your key, uh, your, the key in the ignition and start the vehicle, buckle up, you're, you're probably on the phone, talking to a friend, or you're taking a bite of something while doing all these things and still make it to the store. The point I'm trying to drive home is it gets easy and easy as you master how to do something. And it gets so easy that you don't even need to think about it. And there are times that you will not even remember. For example, one time I drove from work to home And I do not remember seeing all those traffic lights. And I got home and I said, hmm, how did I get here? And I was fully awake because I had reached to a point where it had become easy and I could just get in and drive home or to work. Now, when learning something new, the conscious mind is in control. And after you get it, the subconscious mind takes over. Ladies and gentlemen, let me present to you that your mind is a fertile ground. Watch your thoughts. Watch what you plant on your on this fertile ground, which is your mind. They will grow and they will become your governing systems. They will empower you or they will limit you. And it all begins with what you allow in your mind and what you entertain. Any idea once planted in place, unless it is challenged and replaced, It will grow stronger and stronger and even grow seeds. It will multiply. You know, that quote, mind your own business, we grew up being told all the time, mind your own business. It has never been truer because your number one business is your mind, minding your mind. Minding your mind is your main business. Watch what goes in it. Say no to anything that is not in sync with your purpose. You know, according to Deepak Chopra, we think 60,000 thoughts a day. But some of the thoughts that we carry on or we allow to continue in our head are actually thoughts that we can control. 
for example, when you don't want to think about something that is pulling you down, you can say no, you can block it. But a lot of times we just carry on and allow the thoughts to carry on and we entertain it. And the longer we keep it, the more damage it's going to do us in wrong in the in the in the long run. Challenge your belief system by asking yourself these questions. Is it logical? Is it reasonable? Is it helping me? Any thought that you entertain in your mind. Is it ask yourself is it logical? Reasonable? And is it helping me? If it doesn't fall in one or all of those categories, then it needs to go. Remember, who you are today is where your thoughts have brought you. Who you will be tomorrow is where your thoughts will take you. And so you are a product of your thoughts. In fact, my favorite book uh, in Proverbs chapter 23 verse 7 says that for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Imagine, and I love this analogy, imagine a man knocking or hear someone knocking on your door maybe it's a telemarketer maybe it's a stranger but just imagine the doorbell just rang or there's a knock on your door it is your responsibility not only to walk towards the door but to know for sure who is at the door it doesn't matter whether it's during the day or during the night you don't just go and open the door for anyone just because you had the door ring the doorbell ring right and you just don't open the door you want to peek through the security hall or you want to peek through the window and know who it is that is at the door Once you see who's at the door, then you make a decision whether to let them in or not. If it's your parents or your friends, or it looks like someone who is harmless, or if it, it looks safe, then you will open the door. But if you're cautious, you will. If you, if you, if you, if you have second thoughts about who it is that's standing at the door, a stranger, or someone that could hurt you or harm you, you will not open that door. I love this analogy because it reminds me every single time I talk about it, and this is what makes this topic so dear and near to my heart, that my mind is like a door or a house, if you may. It's like a door. And it is your business to choose who you are going to welcome in. When you identify who is trying to gain entry into your house or into your mind, 
then and only then do you make a decision whether to let them in or to keep the door closed you decide whether you're going to allow them to come in you know in africa when you welcome in a guest you give them the most comfortable seat you give them a warm welcome a handshake a very firm handshake or even a hug you give them the best seat you go to the kitchen you bring them a glass of juice or a hot cup of tea in your best glassware or stemware if it's a juice a glass of if it's juice or or, or water they are having or you you use your best china to serve them a cup of tea so you've you've allowed your guest to come in you have allowed them to take us you've given them a seat and you've served them with a cup of uh, a cup of tea or a cup of coffee side of the world <laughs> they might even try to run the home my dear friends your mind is your business you choose what you are going to welcome in when you identify what is trying to gain entry into your mind you decide whether you're going to allow it to come in and take a seat and you entertain it or you decide to reject it it is your responsibility to take every to take captive of every thought in fact my favorite book in second corinthians chapter 10 verse 5 does talk about that taking captive of every thought you got to resist the enemy resist the devil and he will flee You not only need to do that but you will also need to think of thoughts that are pure, thoughts that are lovely, thoughts that are wholesome. Thoughts that add value. The Bible says in Philippians 4 verse 8 things think about those things things that are true that are lovely that are praiseworthy think about these things and so it is extremely important that you protect your mind now say that again it is extremely important that you protect your mind and here and not expose it to damaging things that will produce negative thinking 
within you. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. And it all begins with your thought pattern. You will have to choose whether you're going to serve to feed your fear or to starve it. Or you're going to feed your faith or starve it. It all begins with what you allow into your mind. What are you watching? What are you listening to? What kind of company are you keeping? According to statistics, statistics shows that you become like the five people you associate with. In fact, they say that your success or your failure, 95% of your success or failure will be determined by these five people that are in your circle. And so you've got to guard who you allow to come near you. You've got to guard your mind and your heart from what you're listening to. Who's drowning? Are you matching to? Be selective. Guard your mind. Plant your seed in your mind. Whatever seed it is that you want to plant, whatever it is that you desire to become, plant it in your mind. Care for it. When we talk about caring for it, that means you've got to say no to some things. You are the CEO of your life. Hire, fire, promote, demote as needed. All right? That is part of caring for your seed that you have planted in your mind. Work steadily for it. Water it. Water your seed. Get knowledge and nutrient. I want to call knowledge the nutrients that you will need to uh, to to put around uh, to put on your on your on your on your seed so that it can grow healthy. Work steadily towards your goal and it will become a reality. Ladies and gentlemen, minding your mind is your main business. Minding your business is a daily activity. Don't worry about what's going on out there or around you. Worry about what's going on inside of you and it doesn't matter what they say who are they anyway at age 18 we worry about what people think about us at age 40 we don't give a damn what they think about us at age 60 we turn around and realize they were too busy worrying about their lives. They had no time to think about you. So don't worry about what people are saying. Mind your own mind. Mind your own business. Make it your ambition. 
the quiet life. Work with your two hands and to mind your own business. There's a reason why that scripture is there. In fact, I want to pull it up for you here. Make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. Mind your own business and work with your two hands. Just as we taught you or just as we told you. That is 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 11 to 12. Ladies and gentlemen, this is or this was Aspire Global Leadership with Minding Your Mind. Thank you so much for listening. It's always a pleasure and a joy and an honor to be here and share insights and, and wisdom and nuggets that we have accumulated along the way in this journey called of called life. God bless you. Join us next time and please share, share, share. We'll be glad to hear your opinions and your views on this. Particular topics you would like us to address, let us know.